Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello there and welcome to the second in our very special pre-election Squiz Kids Q&As, part of our ongoing series of interviews with people in the news where you, the kids of Australia, get to ask the questions. I'm Bryce Corbett. With only one more day to go before the federal election, our federal politicians have been crisscrossing the country in a last-ditch effort to convince the Australian public to vote for them. It's kind of like a school captain election, but on a national scale. We asked you, our faithful Squiz Kids audience, to send in any questions you had to the Prime Minister and Opposition Leader Anthony Albanese, and the response was overwhelming. The PM sat down with us on Wednesday, and while sadly Mr Albanese wasn't able to join us, today we're delighted to welcome to the Squiz Kids hot seat the Shadow Minister for Education, Tanya Plibersek. Tanya Plibersek, welcome to Squiz Kids. It's great to be with you. Now, only one more day until the election. You've been travelling all over Australia. How are you feeling? What's the mood like out there? Oh, it feels pretty good. I mean, uh, anything like this, uh, if you've got an election, uh, a big exam, you know, uh, the closer it gets, the more nervous you feel. So I'm feeling a little bit nervous, of course, but also <laughs> very excited about the, the prospect of winning. So I've got my fingers crossed. I've got my toes crossed. Ready to go. Excellent. Now, as you know, we asked our Squiz Kids listeners to send in any questions they might have for the two sides competing to form the next Australian government. There are some crackers in there. We've chosen 10 of the best for you to answer. You ready to jump straight in? I sure am. Okay, our first question comes from Gus in Townsville. Hi, I'm Gus and I'm 11 years old from Townsville. My question is, you're the Shadow Education Minister. What was the most important thing you learned at school? Oh, the most important thing I learned at school... I think the most important thing I learned at school was how to get along with other people, to be honest. I mean, reading, writing, maths, science, art, music, all of that stuff is important, but actually learning how to take turns and share and listen to other people's points of view and essentially get along with other people is a really important skill as well. It most certainly is. Next question is from eight-year-old Lucy in Sydney. Hi, I'm Lucy and I'm eight years old from Sydney. At school, we're taught that bullying is bad, but whenever I turn on the TV at night, I see politicians yelling at each other. I wonder if they're getting the same message. Is it sometimes hard to be a politician? That is such a good question and I really don't think politics has to be as shouty as it is. Uh, I always try and disagree respectfully with people. It is fine actually to disagree with someone and you can disagree quite strongly um, and particularly when you think about the direction of the country, people have very different views. Like I think action on climate change is really important. Other people think it's a real mistake to try and um, act on climate change. We're never going to agree but learning how to disagree respectfully, that's the key. Indeed. Now, here's a great question from 12-year-old Lucinda in Melbourne. My name's Lucinda. I'm 10 years old and I'm from Melbourne, Victoria. My question is, how you make sure kids' voices are heard in the issues that affect us, not just the adults? Thank you. Well, we actually have a really good plan to have an office for youth and a special minister for youth, and it will be that person's specific job 
to talk to and listen to young people about the sort of future they want. Excellent. Now, still in Melbourne, and Elijah from Ripponlea has a question. Hi, my name is Elijah. I'm eight years old and I live in Ripponlea, Victoria. My question is, what will you do to change what Scott Morrison has done to Australia? Well, there's a lot of things that we want to change about what Scott Morrison's been doing in recent years, but two of the most important would be to take real action on climate change, to protect our beautiful environment, to look after the Great Barrier Reef, to look after species that are at risk of extinction, so to look after our environment. But the other thing I would really want to change is um, the way the education system's going at the moment. I want more young people to have the chance of a really great education and um, when they're finished school to be able to go to TAFE or university if they want to, to get a really good job. Nice. Now heading to Balmain in Sydney where Alexandra has sent in a question. And she asks, how nerve-wracking is it to know that Scott Morrison has been Prime Minister for four years and that your team now has to beat him? It is nerve-wracking and I guess what I'd say to Alexandra and to and to all the kids listening is sometimes things are frightening. Sometimes you get nervous or anxious about giving it a go, but it's it's always worth just taking that step into the unknown to really push yourself to try. You're better off having a go and failing and learning all the lessons that come with that than never having a go, being too frightened. And I think this is really important, not just about politics, but about life in general. Um, Taking a risk occasionally is a really important thing to do to challenge yourself. And being brave is not about not being frightened, it's about being frightened and having a go anyway. Couldn't agree more. Here's a great question now from Caitlin in Greystains in Sydney, which I think shows quite a lot of maturity. Hi, my name is Caitlin. I am nine years old and I live in Greystains in New South Wales. My question is, what is the most important quality for a Prime Minister to have? I think the most important quality is empathy. Uh, You need to be able to imagine the lives of the people that you're representing and think about how you could make life a bit easier. So being able to imagine what it's like to be homeless, being able to imagine what it's like to live in a remote Aboriginal community with not enough housing or services, um, being able to imagine the lives of um, people on the minimum wage, which in Australia is $20.33 an hour, uh, and imagine what it's like to be working full time and still not be able to make ends meet. I think the most important quality in a Prime Minister is the ability to put himself or herself in the place of other Australians and think about how life could be a bit easier for them. Excellent sentiment. Staying in Sydney's West and Madison from Green Valley has a question that affects a lot of kids, I would have thought. Hi, my name is Madison. I am 10 years old and I live in Green Valley in New South Wales. My question is, like so many other kids, I have been affected by the teachers being on strike quite often. I really love learning at school and seeing my friends, but also want my teachers to be happy. How would you solve this situation? Well, I really agree that we want happy teachers and respected teachers in our school system. I think it's a great question from Madison. Um, The the state government uh, runs schools 
day to day. So it's state governments like the New South Wales government or Victorian government, Queensland government, whatever, that are actually setting pay for teachers. But there's a lot that um, the federal government can do. And it starts with respect. It starts with an education minister that respects teachers. Uh, it starts with, by the way, kids and families and a community that respects teachers as well. So we want to work with state and territory governments to make sure teachers are properly paid. We want to make sure we're attracting high achieving high school kids into teaching as a career. We want to get more people who have um, had other careers uh, and get them back into teaching when they're mature in the middle of their lives, um, get some of those people back into teaching. Uh, but the, the very first thing is to have a government that recognises that this work is really important and that teachers change lives. They most certainly do. Swinging up to the sunny Gold Coast now for a question from Ruby. Hi, my name is Ruby. I'm 11 years old and I live on the Gold Coast in Queensland. My question is, what made you decide to enter politics and what age did you know you wanted this? Oh, great question. What made you decide to enter politics and at what age did you know you wanted to? Well, I, I, my first memory of um, politics was when I was about four years old and sitting on my dad's lap watching the news on the TV at night and seeing a picture of Gough Whitlam and saying to my father, that's Gough Whitlam, isn't it, Daddy? He's a good man, isn't he? So I think, I think from about the age of I don't know, three or four, um, I remember being interested in politics. That's an early start. <laughs> it's a very early start. And um, the reason I care about it is because I, I think governments change lives. Like the decisions that governments are making every day, do we invest more or less in our hospital system? Do we invest more or less in our schools? Um, you know, do we help... Uh, do we help... Uh, victims of domestic violence who are trying to live safely? Um, do we protect our beautiful natural environment? I mean, these are really important questions for the future. And I, I really hope that um, all young people who are listening to this podcast and, and you know, kids generally, just, just pay attention. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to agree with the Labor Party. You can have your own views, but just pay attention because it's your world, it's your country, it's your planet, it's your community, it's your family that will be affected by these decisions. Um, I've always, uh, you know, I've always been interested in politics. I didn't think it was going to be a job for me, but um, I got elected when I was 28 years old. So I suppose it has ended up being, I suppose, a, a life uh, and a um, not just a job, but a life for me. It certainly has. Second last question, and it's a cracker, from Willow, who's nine, from the Gold Coast. Hi, my name is Willow, and I'm 11 years old. I live on the Gold Coast in Queensland. My question is, did you ever get into trouble at school? <laughs> I got into so much trouble at school. <laughs> um, but I always, uh, but I did always get on well with my teachers because I know that teachers, uh, they're there because they want to help you. They want you to have a, a great life. They want you to learn your lessons, but also they want to help you be a better, a better person as you grow up. So um, I, I did get into trouble, but it was, um, it was for cheeky things rather than, you know. Super, I was going to say, what would stuff. you possibly ever have gotten into trouble for? I can't imagine. That, that. would be telling, Bryce. That would be telling. <laughs> That's for another podcast. That's for another podcast. And it brings us to our final question, Tanya Plibersek. We put this same question to the PM the other day, and it comes from Jade on the Gold Coast. My name is Jade. 
I'm 11 years old and I live on the Gold Coast in Queensland. My question is, what is your favourite Australian treat? Meat pie, lamington or Vegemite? Um, well, I'd like Vegemite toast for breakfast, a meat pie for lunch and a lamington for dessert. <laughs> but if I, had, if I had to pick between the three, I think maybe really buttery toast with a bit of Vegemite. Delicious. Mm, oh, yeah, you cannot go wrong. Well, Tanya Plibersek, I'm sure you've got a lot on your plate today. We should let you get back to it. Thank you so very much for taking the time to chat to Squiz Kids. Great to talk to you, Bryce, and, um, you know, a hello and goodbye to all the kids listening. Now, before we let you go, it's Squiz Kids tradition to get our special guests to do the Squiz Kids sign-off. Will you please do the honours? Now get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out.